exciting way of studying the past over great spans of time so that important themes, trends and developments reveal themselves in ways they otherwise wouldn't, yielding a deeper understanding of why events occurred as they did. In pursuit of that understanding, Big History embraces all the disciplines of knowledge that humans have constructed to date and uses them as a multidisciplinary toolkit to unlock the secrets of the past. The International Big History Association, of which I am a founding board member, defines big history like this. Big history seeks to understand the integrated history of the cosmos, earth, life and humanity using the best available empirical evidence and scholarly methods. At my university, I teach a big history course that explores the history of the entire universe, uh, our solar system and planet, the evolution of life on earth and the history of humanity in a single connected narrative. The perspective it offers on our place in the cosmos is both humbling and exhilarating at the same time. In this course, we are particularly focused on the human part of the story, and I think you'll find it awe-inspiring and thrilling in a different way. We're going to examine the origins and evolution of our species, what makes humans unique, and how we have lived for the 200,000 years since we appeared on the planet. We'll look especially closely at human society as it has developed since we settled in places like Jericho and Anal and began to establish more advanced ways of living and working together. We'll trace civilization's rise all the way to the present and then take a look ahead at what is near and long-term future may bring. The fantastic advances in human knowledge and analytical ability that have occurred in recent years mean that big history can explore the story of civilization in ways that were simply unavailable to historians of previous generations. And what more important time for a comprehensive look at civilization than the present era in which we face such a complex collection of amazing opportunities and existential perils. Welcome then to the big history of civilization. When we consider civilization today, it's easy for us to take for granted something as commonplace as a city or a town because humans have been living in them for so long. But they haven't been around forever. When archaeologists examine the oldest artifacts from Jericho, it's clear that, it's, that it started as something closer to a temporary encampment where the occupants stayed for extended periods of time but foraged for food in the surrounding countryside rather than growing crops to sustain themselves. In fact, there was a time when all of humanity was nomadic and foraged for food. Not because we lacked the intelligence to do anything else, but because the world was too cold and food too scarce to make anything else possible. For most of our first 100,000 years on Earth, the planet was beset by an ice age. Millennia of temperature fluctuations followed, but around 14,000 years ago, the planet began to enter a consistent warming phase. Over the next couple of thousand years, this so transformed landscapes that the large grazing animals like mammoths that humans had hunted for tens of thousands of years migrated northwards, clearing the way for smaller animals like boar, deer and rabbit to thrive, along with new root and seed plants. These changes were especially notable in the Fertile Crescent, an arc of high ground that stretches north up the coast of the eastern Mediterranean, then east through the mountains of Turkey and northern Iraq, and south along the territory between Iraq and Iran. All across the Fertile Crescent, the changing climate encouraged the spread of small game and warmth-loving cereal grasses. Abundance was particularly great in regions where there were good supplies of water, 
and these locations were naturally especially attractive to wandering humans. Jericho was one such spot. Some 8,000 years later, as our planet continued to warm and now became another. Let's look more closely at what these sites had to offer because the decisions by people to settle there provide us with a sense of their thinking. According to the Bible, Jericho presented quite a challenge to the Israelites when their leader Joshua led them to it upon their entry into the land of Canaan. It was surrounded by huge intimidating walls, but arguably though, it's the natural wall surrounding Jericho, great mountains to its east and west that are of even greater importance in the story of this ancient city. These geological walls of Jericho gave its occupiers a significant advantage in times of military strife, well before they built new walls of their own, and they help explain why nomads would have found the location appealing. The natural barriers were created by seismic activity that tore a great rift in the Earth's crust.